Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful yet rainy Alpharetta. Um, if you're looking for a bank that is big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way, and they're not going to embarrass you by showing up in the newspaper on Monday morning, and you know what I mean by that if you've been following the financial news this year, um, I think Renaissance Bank's got all those features to them. And I know this from just dealing with them myself uh, and the clients that I work with. So, Go to renaissancebank.com to learn more, find one of their local offices, and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Robert Burke. Robert is with Sobo. Robert, welcome. Thank you, John. Hey, great to have you. Uh, let's talk about you and Sobo. How are you serving folks out there? Yeah, so so we've we're building a consulting match platform for small to mid-sized companies that are looking to grow and scale their business with vetted fractional consulting on demand. That's pretty simple and straightforward. It sounds like that's a pretty easy thing to set up, but I know there's more to it than just that, right? You just hire a coder and you just you know, you give them the vision and you get yeah. out of their way. Well, when you're, you're creating a network, basically, is what you're doing. Yeah. And that is always difficult until you get to a certain point right where that the network effect kicks the the positive aspects of the network effect kick in and you've got something pretty nice on your hands where are you in that building cycle yeah so we're uh we're uh, about three weeks away from launching what we call mvp Mm. minimum viable product Mm -hmm. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with that and um, so we'll be launching that in July. It will be a closed MVP, but anyone that's interested, there would there will be a way on the website to get access to it. Got it. Got it. Um, so let's let's back up and talk about um, the the big hairy audacious need here, I guess, that you're you're solving. Right. Let's talk about it from maybe two perspectives: the the small business owner and then the the, the consultant themselves. So, yeah, I think the big problem is, is in the, what we would call the consulting gap and, um, you know, the options that are available now for business owners to get access to consultants are, they're either going to go play in traffic, uh, take referrals or networking, uh, connections, or they're going to go to a marketplace online like an Upwork or Fiverr, which is a, you know, it's a free for all. Um, there's really no vetting. There's really no uh, assurance around engagements or anything like that. So they're just taking a chance playing in traffic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, the marketplace is available, uh, but you know, there's, there's trust issues with the marketplace and rightfully so. Um, the other side is the other extreme is going with a big name consulting firm, which is going to be, you know, four or five dollar signs, uh, very pricey and still not any uh, assurance around outcome. 
Mm. A lot of times you end up just paying for letterhead and some nice advice, but they're not getting ready to roll up their sleeves and help you get the job done, which is really what small business owners need is just the fix, right? Sure. And they're, they're not, neither of those options give, give you insights on your business performance, mm-hmm. right? You have to, you have to pay for that. You have to pay for the insights. You have to pay for the discovery and, you know, and, and every single minute along the way. So what we're doing is we're, we're introducing a platform model to align incentives between consultants and business owners. I, I love the way you talk about playing in traffic because nothing good comes out of playing in traffic, Robert, right? I That's love, right. I love that metaphor. Um, well, let's talk it out from the small business owner's point of view, because you and I were chatting about this a little bit before we came on the air. Uh, you know, small business owners are notorious sometimes for they wait till they bleed, right? Before they look to, for somebody to solve their problem. And what you're encouraging them to do with the, your platform is engage early. Talk about that. I like to use analogies uh, when I'm explaining things, especially new things. So there's not a consulting platform right now. There, there's just not. Um, and, you know, five or six years ago or eight years ago or whatever, there wasn't a platform for on-demand uh, ride share. So before Uber, um, you know, would you have gotten into a car with a stranger? Mm. Or would you have allowed a stranger to ride in your car? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your option was to go through the yellow pages, look around. I mean, it was a marketplace. Yeah. You only had the marketplace and you took your chance every time you got into a taxi cab because, you know, they, they may or may not get you there safe and, and it may or may not cost you, you know, what you expected. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, with businesses not knowing uh, or not having a platform that tells them kind of indicators how they're doing against their industry or our insights off of their data um, as they're as they're running their business. Uh, what happens is that they don't get these indicators, they don't get the red flags, the warning signs, and um, oftentimes they they end up in the ER because they weren't doing the check. So mm-hmm. the analogy here would be like uh, now now we're giving you an Apple Watch with uh, some with a health kit. Mm-hmm. And it's telling you what your heart rate is and your you know, your blood pressure and everything else. So it's it's key. It's uh it's letting you know, hey, you know, may not be a good time to go for that extra Big Mac. Um, you might want to um take a few more steps every day. Mm-hmm. We're giving we're get we're providing those insights as the business is is you know on the way to its to its you know target, and you're not dealing with a crash landing, so you can make some course correction as you're running your business. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is, that makes a lot of sense because the, the, the places business owners are getting that information right now typically comes through you're counting on your CPA or some other business advisor to have access to that information that they in turn are sharing with you proactively. And that's a pretty small percentage, right? That's a very small percentage. I mean, the number one, challenge I think businesses businesses are facing is that they have limited time and resources Mm -hmm. and um, you know they they know they they may know they have a need they're just not sure how or where where to solve it Mm -hmm. Um, but you know you you have a lot of 
data that's being generated by your cloud applications that you're already using. You have a, you know, if you're set up properly, you have a CRM that's tracking your leads and your sales activity, and you have an HR platform that's tracking, you know, labor utilization, that sort of thing. And you have a, a financial application, mm. QuickBooks, yeah. that's tracking your financial performance. But you, you probably don't have someone on your team internally or even externally that's constantly looking at every single domain of your business and how it's performing. Right. And if it's not performing well, what are some things or what are some actions that you could take to improve performance in that area? Sure. Sure. So you talked about maybe the hurdles of finding good consultants, good advisors as a small business owner. Um, you know, do I network and just happen to come across the right person, you know, find the needle in the haystack, uh, that method or, uh, go online and, uh, to some other, um, unvetted platform, I guess is the way to put it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what are, what's missing, I guess is the other question, right? So like what, uh, we know that some of those hurdles, but like what, what, is a business owner not able to, um, uh, what's the gap they're not able to fill, I guess is what I'm trying to say to get to that consultant they really want to hire and work with. It really comes down to just a lack of sophistication on the buy side Mm -hmm. for consulting resources, Mm. you know, as a, as a business owner, a leader of a, you know, hundred person firm, you you do not have someone internally that knows how to vet consultants, bring them in properly, steer them in the right direction, uh, hold them accountable for, for their performance. And so there's no, there's no real, um, uh, valuation or at least a effective valuation of the resources coming in. Got it. So vetting the resources, um, through the platform takes that off of your, off of your shoulder, mm-hmm. but there's other, uh, things like, you know, setting up the, the statement of work, making sure that the, the project or the engagement milestone and deliverables have all been ironed out that everybody's in agreement on both sides before we start sending money over to the consultant. And even then releasing, holding that payment until you've, you have the delivery, right. Mm-hmm. Until you've, until you got the goods. Got so it. having some uh, uh, assurances around the engagement uh, is what's missing in the current marketplace structure. Yeah, that that those things make a lot of sense. Now let's talk about it from the consultant's point of view. Sure. Um, so first of all, what are the? I mean, consulting's a big topic. So <laughs> what what are some of the I guess slices of consulting that? Uh, um, when you drill down that you offer and what does the consultant get out of this? How do they engage on the platform, et cetera? Sure. So we, we cover all of the primary business domains that you'll see within a company, any given company, uh, whether it's retail or, or, or professional services, you know, you'll, you'll have sales, operations, finance, marketing, technology, HR, all the major mm-hmm. categories. Okay. So we cover all those domains and we have qualifications and, and a vetting process that is unique to each one of those domains. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're not going to measure an operations consultant in the same way that you would measure a sales consultant. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, so that, that answers the question about, you know, 
what sort of consulting domains we cover. Uh, also on the consultant side, they they need someone that's advocating for them as well because you can oftentimes get in, involved in a an engagement that turns out to be um, much greater than you initially anticipated, mm-hmm. and you you may not be you may have been qualified for the first one or two phases of that engagement, but phase three and four, it's not really in your wheelhouse. Yeah, and um, oftentimes you know when you are when you are selling an engagement and then you're delivering that engagement. There's a little bit of a con- there could be a potential conflict there because you've sold something that you may or may not be able to deliver, mm. and that happens far too often, unfortunately. And that's why business owners are shy of new vendors. There's just too many horror stories about businesses getting burned. Yeah, it, it, it it's it's really too easy for a consultant to say, "Yeah, I I can handle that" when they really can't. Yeah, the, that's yeah. what you're getting at, right? Yeah, there's a lack of trust yeah. in the marketplace because of that, and rightfully so. Right. And so we help mitigate that concern through a vetted vetting process as well as a patent-pending consulting match and uh, engagement assurance process. Got it. Talk about more that more about that assurance yeah. process. Yeah. So, you know, number one, we're injecting in, an engagement manager into every engagement on the platform side. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a time-based uh, account manager that's that's looking out for the interests of both the consultant as well as the business owner to make sure that there's a meeting of a mi- of the minds up front. Everything's clearly laid out in terms of what's expected and what will need to be delivered in in return in uh, as a prerequisite to getting paid mm-hmm. for your engagement. And so putting in the proper milestones and deliverables and um, and just ensuring that not only are you getting the right consultant, you but you're also getting the right type of engagement. So, in other words, um, and I probably should explain that there's there's three major main types of engagements. There's mm-hmm. a fractional engagement, which is like bringing in a fractional CFO to help you as a a player and a coach. And so then, and so then, that's like a that basically that's like a almost a it's not a part time employee but it's, it's acts it's like, it acts close. like it acts that, like right? a part time yeah. it acts like a, right. a you know super experienced part time employee right. so you have the fractional consultant for folks that don't know what fractional means yeah, so, yeah. that's right yeah. part time right yeah right so you get the fractional uh, engagement you you could get a coaching engagement right depending mm-hmm. on the need you might just need a coach. Mm-hmm you may not need anyone to roll up their sleeves and help you get the work done. You just need some advice on how to get it done. Sure. And then the third type is just a project based engagement. So most people are familiar with the project consulting, project based mm-hmm. consulting, but that's oftentimes not the, the right approach. So if you, maybe you got, you signed up for a project to, um, to handle something, but it really needs ongoing attention and care. Mm. You just don't have the, the resources internally to keep that going after the project's done. So you may need, instead of a project, you may need a fractional mm-hmm. or you may need a project followed by a fractional right. or a project followed by a coach. Right. Or maybe you just need a coach. If there's a lack of, a, if there is a um, miscalculation on the front end and you end up getting Say you end up signing up for a coach, mm-hmm. but you really needed a fractional. 
and you found out about it 12 months later when you're doing all the work. Right, right. And you didn't get any relief. Yeah. Um, it, you, you've just lost a lot of money, right, and a yeah. lot of sleep. And, and we've actually, our first client uh, and, and um, one of our early investors has a $7 million fire protection business in McDonough. Mm-hmm. And over the course of 10 years, uh, wasted over half a million dollars in failed consulting engagements. Oh boy. One, one of those instances was, um, just the wrong consultant period. Right. But the other two were, uh, the wrong type of engagement. Yeah. And some, sometimes you can back to how small business owners hire consultants. Sometimes they do it based off of more of a likability factor than they do um, the qualifications, right? That's right. And that can sometimes lead to a lot of lost yep. money. It does. And time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, folks, we're chatting with Robert Burke. Robert is with Sobo. Let, let's, let me take a side uh, path here just a second and come back around to uh, – you could be doing a lot of things right now. Why, why did you start this platform? What, what has made you so passionate about setting up this network? Well, I, I come from a long line of business owners, uh, going back to like my great, great grandfather. He had a sawmill, um, operation and, uh, you know, my, my father, uh, ran a business and, and I saw, you know, my grandfather as well. So I saw, uh, all of the, um, the struggles and the challenges that they went through to, mm-hmm. to grow and scale their companies. And, um, I always had a heart for serving small to mid-sized companies. I see the existence of those as absolutely fundamentally crucial to democracy and to freedom mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. And so I always wanted to do everything that, that, that was in my purview to, to help small and mid-sized business owners win and I did that for the first part of my career, first 14 years, um, running an, an IT consulting firm. And that company is still in operation today. Mm-hmm. And we serve uh, a number of, of clients in the, in the Atlanta metro area. But my very first elevator pitch for that IT firm was that Sobo would be a Deloitte for small business. And, um, which really didn't make a whole lot of sense at the time. I mean, at that time there, there were not really platforms that were disrupting industries. Mm -hmm. There, there, you know, there was like, uh, I think eBay, you know, Amazon, that sort of thing. But at that time, I mean, Amazon was mostly selling books. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, it was 14 years ago. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, but I, I tried to build a consulting practice through the traditional route. Like, you know, starting, starting out in it and let, let's add, you know, let's add operations or let's add financial. And, um, it, it didn't work. It didn't work the way that I had anticipated. And I, I, you know, it came to the realization a couple of years ago that my vision only makes sense within the framework of a platform. And so that's, that's how we're here today. Tell me where, what was that light bulb moment? Because that I love that story. Um, and maybe you describing that light bulb moment helps others in their own, albeit 
certainly different, whatever they're working on. They're, they're light bulb moments they need to get to. Yeah. So, um, I, the light bulb moment for me was, was probably, uh, I mean, I had several, but I think the, the big one was five years ago or so I, I was, I remember walking on the belt line. If anyone's familiar with Atlanta, there's like this belt line you can walk through the different in town neighborhoods. And I was on the belt line walking and I was just like, you know, the vision doesn't make sense. Why do I have it? Why won't it go away? Why can't I just be an IT firm owner, which is perfectly fine. I could have just done that. Right. Why not just go grow my IT business? Right. And I realized at that time that in that moment that Sobo is a platform. Mm. it's it's not an IT firm. You're running it like an IT firm that wants to be this multifaceted consulting firm, but that's never really going to happen because you don't have a, you know, a Coca-Cola paying for you to add these additional departments and divisions and all the overhead that's required to run a multifaceted consulting firm. Mm. And, uh, and there's a reason why those big consulting firms don't serve the SMB it's because they, they really can't, I mean, their overhead just is, it, it prevents them from doing so. All right. And, um, and you know, so that, that's, that was kind of the mate, the, the first big light bulb moment. It's about five years ago. Yeah. That that's what, yeah, that's a great story. Um, well, let, let's, let's talk about the, the, for that small business owner, let's, let's, talk about their their the user experience shall we say they they somebody's listening to the this show they like what you've got to say as a, as a small business owner they want to get on the platform what are they going to find and what what is asked of them of them in terms of what they need to provide information they need to provide sure so what what they're going to find on the platform is they're going to find um a number of of modules or things that will help them grow and scale their business. The first feature or benefit that they're going to, they would get is competitive benchmarking. Mm. Um, they, they, which allows them to see apples to apples, how they're performing against their industry. And there, and there's not really a, a cost effective way of doing that right now. Yeah. So we're going to, um, we're going to bring that to the platform through a partnership. Uh, we also are providing the, the vetted fractional or on-demand consulting engagements as well as insights. So they're going to be getting insights off of the data that they share with the platform coming from the consulting network. And the consultants will be able to look at their data without knowing who they are. So I should probably say that this data is, you know, double blind, right? Okay. Neither side knows the other. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, as you know, or as you probably know, uh, the data that a business owner is generating is coming from existing cloud applications, like their financial application could be QuickBooks. Um, they, they have an HR platform as well mm-hmm. that they're using to manage payroll and they have an H they have a platform for a CRM, right? Got it. Tracking their sales. Hopefully and they do. Hopefully. <laughs> right. And, and so. And if they don't, that tells a story as well, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. so we're taking the data streams from these existing cloud applications. We are, we are um, 
blinding them. I mean, we're redacting anything that that's uh, that would tie it back to the company. We're not we're not even pulling that information. Mm-hmm. So we're we're sharing basically just blind data to the consultants that are able to review the data and provide insights back to the business owner uh, in the form of insights. And the insights are telling them this is what we see mm. from what you what you've shared with us. The, here are some steps to rectifying or resolving the issues that we believe this data is telling us about your company. So they're getting a lot of value out of the platform before they even talk. The the, the thought engagement comes out of their heads, right? I mean, they're getting, yeah. So you're, you're giving that there's a lot of value that comes out of this. And as you, I think you said before, uh, sometimes they can self-correct. So they don't necessarily always need to hire a consultant per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most expensive engagement, um, consulting engagement, is a restructuring engagement mm-hmm. where the entire business has to be restructured because you know, unfortunately, just it it it's on it's on the ground, right? Right. It's it's being carted into the ER. <laughs> but right, you know, the data all along was telling telling the stories that you you know you just and it's not your fault. You just didn't have time to sift through and understand or comprehend. And it's frankly, it, it would be impossible to do so because, you know, y- you have to run the business mm-hmm. and, um, and we're filling, we're addressing that gap. Uh, we're by providing a platform that is essentially like we've had one, we have had one early access uh, subscriber tell us that it's like having a team of business doctors looking at your company 24 seven and telling you what you might do to improve it's mm. performance. Wow. So I, you know, I, I, I designed a platform that I would have benefit benefited from myself 14 years ago. Yeah. And I know a lot of my clients would have benefit benefited from as well. That's true. That's what a great way to describe that. That's terrific. So, so Robert, we're coming down on time and I want to make sure we get to, uh, well, two things. One is, um, What's your definition of small in terms of the size of business maybe? And are, are there any particular verticals that are more apt to benefit from your platform than another? Sure. So our definition of like a small to mid-sized company would be everything up to approaching small enterprise. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from say 10 employees up to a thousand yeah. employees. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, maybe even more, but we're looking to fill that blue blue ocean consulting gap that's that the big consulting firms aren't addressing and um and so that's our target our target would be any any company that is in a human capital phase life cycle phase of their business where they're looking to bring in the systems or maybe they brought some systems in but they just haven't figured out everything everything they need to figure out uh to to scale their business to the next level got it and what Talk about, if you would, uh, maybe a success story to, you know, obviously I have to mention names, but um, that, that helps illustrate the great work you're doing. Yeah. So our, our first, uh, <clears throat> one of our first uh, clients who I mentioned earlier, uh, ha- you know, brought us kind of three stories about losing a bunch of money in consulting. Um, we're working with him on his next engagement. We'll be shepherding that through and, uh, ensuring that, you know, there's no more money lost Mm -hmm. that, uh, the deliverables that are fleshed out at the front end are hit, uh, before any payment is transferred over. 
our as pay, uh, payments are being transferred. So it's like, you know, it's an escrow. Yeah. And so we're releasing payments as deliverables and milestones are hit. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we anticipate that uh, this sort of approach will be very helpful to a- any small to mid-sized company. But that that that's just one in particular that we're excited about. Yeah. You know, that brings up a great point. I hadn't thought about this as we were chatting, but you really help give confidence, bring confidence back to that small business owner that believes in consultants, the value consultants to begin with, but they just got burned. Right. And and they've been through for whatever reason, two or three bad engagements and you give them the confidence to stay with it. Yeah, that's right. And, and knowing that they're going, that it's going to be shepherded, that they're going to get the right consultant in the right way when they need it on demand. And they won't have to sort through what I refer to as like Craigslist for consultants, the, the, the marketplace, right? Right. You're just, you're just taking your chance. You don't know what you're going to get. You like the person, like you said earlier, they're really, really nice person. Right. Got along great. Yeah. Um, but they just couldn't deliver. Right. And maybe you, and maybe you didn't know that they couldn't deliver until, you know, you you paid them. Yeah. Right. right. It's kind of too late at that point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, this has been great. Robert Burke with Sobo. Robert, um, I am quite sure that there are some folks out there that would like to be in touch, would like to know more, whether they're small business owners or consultants. So let's give them a place to uh, find out more about you. Sure. So if you are a uh, top-performing consultant in, in, the, in, the, in the domain that um, you're super excited about and you love, you would love to help small mid-sized businesses grow and scale their companies, uh, you absolutely please come as well as the business owners that are looking for options that are looking for additional resources and also insights off of their existing data. Um, would love to share more information with you. You can go to our website at Sobo S O B O dot AI. And from there you can click the getting started and you can go ahead and sign up for early access. Terrific. Robert Burke with Sobo. Robert, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, John. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. Uh, if you Speaking of dysfunction that um, an outside uh, uh, fractional person can help you with, uh, I know a team of angels <laughs> that uh, they do uh, – virtual administration, they do administrative tasks, they do bookkeeping, they do the kind of work that you need done. If, you, if you're if you trying to upload numbers to Sobo and you don't have numbers, you've got a problem. And that, that involves getting your books straight. Um, and the team at Office Angels can help with that. Uh, they've got a whole team of angels that have a variety of different expertise that fly in, get the job done, and they fly out. And they do this on an ongoing or uh, as needed basis. Chief executive angel there, SC Escobedo, she's terrific. Uh, they do great work. I know that myself. They do work for me um, in my business. So uh, give her a call. She, You can reach her at 678 528 or go to us to learn more. I think you'll be glad you did. And two quick things, and we'll let you go for today. Uh, My book on pricing is coming out later this year. 
If pricing is a problem for you and you're a services provider, you may be interested in this. It's called the Price and Value Journey, raising your confidence, your value, and your prices using the generosity mindset method. Uh, you can go to pricevaluejourney.com to learn more, to sign up for updates, uh, to uh, check out my podcast of the same name. Uh, and you're also welcome to email me directly, john at johnray.co, uh, to learn more about that. And a big thank you to our, you, our listener. You have supported us over these uh, past now seven-plus years uh, in, in the North Fulton studio of Business Radio X. This show is coming up on episode number 700 pretty soon, and we've, we've done that only because of your support, and we are grateful to you for that. And I ask you to continue to do what you've been doing, which is share the show. So if you've uh, heard something here today that makes you think, hey, I've got a colleague or a friend that needs to hear this about this, uh, what Robert has had to say, or any of the great business leaders that we've had on the show, uh, please share the show. Uh, that's what helps us live into our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Robert Burke, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.